Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Bartow Sports Zone. It's time to get everyone into the zone. Your source for local coach interviews and local sports news information and local sports talk. I'm your host, Charles Wilson. I'll be joined today by members of the Bartow Sports Zone Bench Warmers. Alan Sanders is here. Jackson Hyde, Brad Stevens, and Matt Santini will join us a little later on this morning. And today on the show, we'll visit with Coach Connor Foster of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes, along with Steve Gates of the Cass Colonels. Then we'll talk about all of tonight's games, look at some other local fall sports, touch on the Braves, and of course, all of this weekend's big college football games. So we hope you'll stick around for the next couple of hours. We are so glad you joined us, and we remind you that you can always find Bartos Sports Zone online at bartosportszone.com. That's where you get your daily local sports news and updates. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can follow us and uh, find our free podcast downloads available on your favorite podcatcher or your favorite listening devices. Just search for Bartow Sports Zone Podcast. We're brought to you by All-Star Roofing, Styles Auto Care, Derek Strange of Edward Jones, Wilson Pools, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Rents for Events, D.A. Baker Construction, Latitude Blue, all-weather heating and air, Johnny's New York-style pizza, Schottenkirk Honda, First Class Collision Center, Hydro Pro Wash, Oak Valley Designs, and Three-Way Campers. Well, it's time to get started this morning and welcome in our opening guest of the day, the head coach of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes, Coach Connor Foster. Good morning, Connor. Good morning, guys. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Glad to have you. Always a pleasure Welcome back to the Zone and Bartow Sports Zone. Cartersville, currently 6-1 and one on the season, ranked number six in the latest consensus poll in Class 5A. Coaches, it's been an interesting couple of weeks in Region 7-5A. Your, your loss to Calhoun a couple of weeks ago, followed by Hiram taking down Calhoun last week. That leaves Dalton at 2-0 and o in the region. Followed by your Purple Hurricanes, Calhoun, Hiram, and Cass all at one and one with three weeks to go. You know, you can never overstate how important each and every one of your region games are year after year. Uh, but it looks like this is going to be quite a race over the next three weeks. Well, number one, it speaks volumes to the depth of our region. Um, and we talked about going into the season uh, just so athletic. Um, you know, so much talent in our region, and they're just just really well coached. Um, great men that are leading their programs, that are fighting hard every week. And you know, the other piece of it is, is you know, winning uh, winning is delicate, and it takes a lot of things that have to go your way week in and week out, uh, especially with young people to to get it right. And um, you know, whether it be injuries uh, from the previous week or uh, you know issues uh, that, that pop up during the week, whatever it may be, winning winning is delicate. And, uh, always to be celebrated. So we, everybody in the region's got their work cut out for them, and um, you know everybody's capable of winning every week for sure. Very well stated, and uh, uh, I, I think sometimes uh, it it is not as appreciated as it should be, uh, uh, especially when you've had as much success as you guys have had at Cartersville, and uh, we congratulate you on that. And of course, uh, congratulations on the on the on the key win last week. You earned that thirty-five to thirteen win last week at Cass. Uh, you took a uh, a lead right at the end of the second quarter, 
shared share with our audience a little bit, if you will, about your special teams kickoff return uh, that kind of set all of that up, and then the clock management at the end of the half, and you know the gamble to Jeffrey's touchdown pass catch and run. Yeah, um, you know it started with a big return. Uh, they they uh, did a little squib kick, and um, Jamari Bryce just made an unbelievable return. The kids bite their tail off. Um, you know, we talk about, you know, fighting every play, making sure that, um, you know, we're, we're at our best at all times, regardless of the circumstance. So uh, a lot of teams maybe just would have coasted into the half and going to make some adjustments, and our kids just kept fighting and put us in a good position. Once we got got the ball out there close to midfield, we felt good about getting into, you know, into uh, range of score. And there at the end, we got it down. I think there were seven seconds left, and, um, you know, we called for the wheel route out of the backfield and, and – Thought that it was going to be there and, and um, really kind of just thought, well, he'd catch it and he'd get out of bounds if it's not there. When he <laughs> when he cut it back inside, everybody kind of uh, took a deep breath and, and thankfully he got it in there and made a big play for <laughs> It was a huge play at the time. Uh, and, and overall, throughout that contest, just a huge performance by Paul Gamble passing for 171, and he had a season high at 91 yards rushing. So uh, a really big week for your quarterback. Yeah, he's a great player, um, you know, and a great leader in our program. And, um, you know, a guy that's persevered, uh, whether it be working his way up into playing time and coming back from an ankle injury, just just a lot of maturity there and, and a lot of depth and just uh, really thankful for his leadership. Cartersville takes on Hiram tonight here on WBHF. Pre-game coverage begins at 6 p.m. with the countdown to kickoff. Play-by-play will begin at 7.30 here on WBHF. Over on BartosportsZone.com, region-leading Dalton at 2-0 and and region 7-5A will be at Cass at the Doug. That coverage begins with a simulcast of Countdown to Kickoff at 6 p.m. Uh, Brad and Stevens and I will go live from the stadium at 7 p.m. with kickoff at 7.30. So, uh Lots of high school football coming your way this evening here on WBHF and over on BartosportsZone.com. We hope you'll join us. We remind you that you can also find the Cartersville game online at WBHFradio.org. It's also on the TuneIn app and the Bartos Sports Zone game of the week presented by Johnny's New York Style Pizza is also online. Just use the Mixler app. It's free. You can download that, search for Bartow Sports Zone, or you can use the audio player on BartowSportsZone.com. It's time for our first time out of the morning here on BSZ. We'll take a time out, and when we come back, we'll visit more with Connor Foster, the head coach of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes. What separates Styles Auto Care from others? Hey folks, Frankie Johnson here from Styles Auto Care. If you look past the fact that no other auto repair facility provides the different services that we offer at Styles, it's our people. As soon as you walk through the front door, you see a difference. A warm, comfortable family atmosphere where a mom and her children are comfortable. Friendly faces that greet you with a smile. Knowledgeable staff that truly listen to your concern. Styles Auto Care at 1261 West Avenue, where you'll always be treated as family. Hey, 
good morning, friends, and welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. We have Coach Connor Foster of the Purple Hurricanes on the Zoom connection with us this morning. I'm Charles Wilson, along with Jackson Hyde. Alan Sanders is here as well. Coach, I'm going to roll this next question about last week into uh, a couple of questions into one here. So take this as you will. Uh, obviously, you made some really good adjustments at halftime. You come out and score on your first two touches of the second half to really put that game away. But then I also would like for you to touch on, uh, I know you're a defensive guy rising to your current position from the defensive coordinator position. Talk about some of the positives of your defense coming out of last week's contest. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll start with the defense. Uh, I thought we did a really good job. You know, they they um, they threw some different looks at us early. Uh, credit to them. Um, you know, get Devin and Sokovi back there in the backfield a little bit together and some couple couple different wrinkles and uh, I thought our, our kids did a great job of of bending but not breaking, um, you know, and, and being willing to and able to regroup. You know, sometimes you, when the other team puts together a couple first downs, it's, it's hard to to get the momentum back and get a stop. And I thought our kids really did a good job once Cash crossed midfield uh, a couple times of uh, just staying locked in, keep working and trusting that eventually we're going to be able to get a stop, whether it be a turnover, uh, uh, pressure on the quarterback, whatever it may be. And, uh, we just kept making them huddle up, kept making them huddle up, and um, you know found a way to get some some stops and made some good good adjustments out there at halftime. And then you know just kept sending waves of, of bodies at people and try to keep fresh legs coming after the quarterback throughout the second half. And um, you know offensively, I thought our kids did a did a tremendous job. Coaches did a great job of tweaking a couple things in the run game, but then also trusting Paul and trusting our receivers there early on in the second half with some big pass play opportunities and. Uh, those guys capitalized and had some huge plays. And, um, you know, that's just the kind of team that we're going to have to be. We're going to have to wear people down over four quarters. Um, you know, we're going to get everybody's everybody's best fight, and, and, and Cass certainly did that. Coach, uh, let's turn our attention now to the Hiram Hornets. This is a huge game tonight, both of Hiram's region games, a 52-45 home loss to Dalton and then the 44-34 win last week at Calhoun. They've both been shootouts. Halton County uh, limited the Hornets to uh, ju- a, lo- a lot fewer points in the season opener, but but Hiram has otherwise averaged about 45 points per game. Just how dangerous is this Hiram offense? Uh, they're, they're electric. Um, you know, and I think you got to be careful about looking at those scores early on in the year because they were, you know, they've, they've changed offensive systems um, and what they're doing. Um, it, just, it just took them a while to, to figure it out and, um, you know, to adjust to defensive wrinkles and all the different things. But you can tell they're, they're comfortable now. They're playing fast. They're well coached. And on top of that, they, they've got a bunch of really, really elite players. I think they've got six or seven guys over there on the offensive side of the ball with Division One offers. They, they've got a lot of talent. Jackson, jump in here. Talk about uh, Cartersville's game tonight at Hiram. Uh, Coach, as we alluded to earlier in the, in the broadcast, this region is, is, seems to be getting deeper and deeper. Uh, Hiram, as we've just mentioned, uh, a lot of great playmakers on the offensive side of the ball. Your defensive mentality, do you, do you change it at all? Do you, do you go into it doing what you do and make them adjust? What's the game plan there? Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting question. I mean, I, I, I think that um, you've got to be willing to adjust. You know, I, I think that, um, you know, what you see week to week, um, you know, you, you've got to be willing to tweak what you do and, um, you know, you can't always necessarily fight the fight that somebody thinks you're coming to fight, if that makes sense. You know, uh, some people 
Uh, sometimes they're ready for a, a knockdown drag out, and you you got to be willing to throw a different look at them. And I think that's kind of been who we've been over the years. We're going to be fast and physical, and, and we're going to we're going to throw different looks at people. And um, tonight we'll have to mix it up. We're not just going to be able to stay in one thing because the system that they're in is is it's I've coached in it. Um, it's easy to make adjustments, so you got to be careful about just throwing one thing at them and saying, "Hey, this is who we are. This is what we're going to do." Well, if they know who you are and what they're going to and, and what you're going to do, it makes it easier on the offense. So you got to be willing to keep people off balance. Coach uh, Calhoun had a 14 to nothing lead last week over Hiram, uh, but the Hornets cut it to 14-10 by halftime and then scored 34 points in the second half. Now they did have a sack strip for a touchdown that was mixed into that, but that's still four touchdowns in the second half out of their offense against Calhoun. Two really good running backs in junior Jamarian Watley and sophomore Caden Hamilton. They've com- combined for about 1,500 yards, and then they've got some really big guys up front that are already boasting some B1 offers. You mentioned that, uh, including a six foot seven tight end. Tell us about the challenges you've seen from them uh, as the, as an offensive group. They, they've got them at every position. Uh, both their tackles are elite. Um, you know, and they've, they've got some interior offensive linemen that are underrated. Obviously, the tight end has garnered a ton of attention on the basketball court. Now you're on the football field. He's, he's electric. He's 6'7", 240. Um, the, the number one uh, receiver uh, plays corner, and, and receiver number one is a tremendous, tremendous player, 6'3", and, and can really fly. And the quarterback, I think, is a little bit underrated. But the two running backs make them go. Uh, they're two of the best I've seen in a long, long time as far as the tandem goes. And great speed, just really electric. And um, if I wasn't coaching against them, they'd be a lot of fun to watch. They'd be just really, <laughs> really sound. Um, they execute. They play hard. They know who they are. They get downhill, and they're battle-tested. They, they've been in a bunch of, uh, of big football games and just hung in there and, and done a tremendous job. They're, they're doing a great job over there, Hiram. Well, Coach, we've talked about Hiram's scoring prowess, uh, but they have given up twice as many points as your Hurricanes through the first seven games. We've got – little over a minute here. Tell us uh, what you've seen from their defense that earns your attention heading into tonight. Well, they've gotten better every week, and they, they've created a lot of negative plays. Um, Jason Jackson, their defensive coordinator, is, is, a, is as good a coach as you could want to have. He was here with us at Cartersville for a couple of years. Tremendous respect for him. I know he's going to have those kids playing hard. They're familiar with what we do offensively, so – um, you know, every week they've been able to generate some big turnovers and even score some points every week. So we, we've got to make sure that we're taking care of the football tonight. That's going to be key. Coach Connor Foster of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes. Coach, I've got to tell you, Jackson Hyde in the preseason shows here on Bartow Sports Zone said Hiram's going to come up with a big win somewhere down the line during this season. And uh, Jackson proved to be right. Oh, yeah, I hope, I, hope, <laughs> I hope you get them tonight, Coach. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Coach is doing a great job over there. Hire them in the back. The scary thing is they've got 18 or 22 coming back. So they've got a good bunch. That's a very young team at Hiram, and we hope you'll follow the Hurricanes down to uh, support them tonight in Paulding County. It'll be Cartersville at Hiram tonight here on WBHF. Time for a break for news, and we'll be back with Coach Steve Gates of the Cass Colonels. 
Ready to remodel, beautify, or upgrade part of the home or property you love? How about an addition or renovation? Residential, commercial, interior, or exterior? David and Brett Baker with the crew of DA Baker Construction has the expertise to help you realize the full potential of your property. Free estimates and we'll keep you within your budget. Call 770-606-2685 for DA Baker Construction or look for DA Baker Remodeling Contractors on Facebook. Whether you love them or can't stand them, surprises are part of life. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you get ready for whatever life throws your way. He'll work with you to meet your changing needs and to help you end up where you want to be. And while there's never a good time to experience unexpected costs, Derek can help make them feel a little less unexpected. For an appointment, call Derek Strange at 770-386-4545. Edward Jones, member. SIPC. Good morning, friends. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. We remind you that this segment of Bartow Sports Zone is brought to you in part by Oak Valley Designs, your source for luxury stair coverings with sewn-in padding, available in shapes, colors, and a variety of carpet styles to best fit your taste. Check out oakvalleydesigns.com to begin your shopping experience right away or call 706-331-0315. They're also open to the public right here in Cartersville. They're at 30 River Court. That's just off West Avenue. Update your stair covering or just make your stairs a little safer for your pets or for the elderly by helping to reduce slipping. Check out Oak Valley Designers Stair coverings we want to welcome in now our next guest of the morning the head coach of the cast colonels coach steve gates good morning coach good morning gentlemen welcome back to the zone and bartow sports zone here on wbhf coach as we get started this morning let's reshare some of the news on your star wideout sakovi white following uh, multiple d1 offers he's now apparently committed to the team you played for, the Georgia Bulldogs, that has to make you smile just a little bit. It is. It's exciting for uh, Sokovis. It's exciting <laughs> for his family, the program. Um, you know, we're all we're all excited for him. He's worked extremely hard the last few years for this. And, uh, um, you know, as soon as they offered over the summer, I could see it. I could tell in his eyes uh, that that's where he wanted to play. So it was just a matter of time. Um, let a few things shape out, and here we are. Yeah, Jackson Hyde's over here on the Zoom connection. I know our folks listening on radio can't see it, but uh, Jackson's our Georgia Tech representative. He was giving us a little thumbs down over there, Jackson. Yeah, yeah. super proud of Sokovi. I've been watching the kid play for a while now, and he's uh, excited for him, excited for the University of Georgia. I think they got a good one. Coach, the, uh, your Colonels are 3-4 and four on the year now, 1-1 one and one in Region 7-5A. You're coming off a tough 35-13 to loss to Cartersville last week, but you still find yourself in the midst of what is now a three-week sprint to the uh, in the race for Region 7-5A. Well, you know, you look at you look at our record at three and four, and and hopefully, hopefully, our little plan of of playing some extremely difficult teams in non-region will will benefit us in the next three weeks because we have three extremely difficult teams to play. 
and uh, hopefully our kids know that they can play with teams like this and and they're not just going to go out there and lay an egg uh, like you know we've we've come up short on some very close games and some some games were just a play or two, uh, you know, determine the outcome of them. And uh, if we can make those couple plays going our way, then then who knows? We could go three and zero the next three weeks. But um, you know, we're we're excited about Dalton, and and that's all that matters right now. Coach, as the uh, region schedule moves into its third week, we find four of the top nine scoring offenses in all of Class Five A in your region that's cartersville hiram dalton and your team are all scoring at 33 to 39 points per game uh that's the current pace i guess that speaks uh volumes to the offensive talent in your league but it also emphasizes the need to find stops in these next three weeks yeah that's huge you know we're you know i've said it before on here we are we've got a lot of talent as you said um so it's it's who's going to execute uh, minimize turnovers, penalties, missed assignments, those type of things. And, and you know, I've told, I told our kids this week, who's going to make the, the least amount of mistakes? Everybody's going to screw up on Friday night. Who's going to make the least amount of them? So it's kind of what it comes down to. And who's going to do their job on defense to slow some of these high-power uh, offenses down, uh, like Dalton and Hiram and, and teams we got coming up. So, Well, Coach, your special teams and defense – had a uh, difficult stretch of just a few minutes across the end of the second quarter and the first four minutes of the third quarter last week. How have you utilized that experience, that stretch of minutes in the midst of a game in preparing for these final three tests? Just still that same sediment of, of you know, every play, every, every uh, you know, every play counts. You just can't take a playoff, especially against a team like Cartersville. Uh, you know, they're, uh, they're extremely talented. Um, coach Foster, you know, they're just a machine. I've used, I said it before. They're just a machine. And, and if you don't, as soon as you slip or spin your wheel on them, they're going to pounce on you and take advantage of it. And that's what happened. You know, we, uh, we didn't have a real good kickoff. You know, we scored to make it 14, 13 and, and had a bad kickoff, had two guys miss tackles. And next thing you know, they're on the 50 yard line. Uh, if we have a decent kickoff, who knows? They may take a knee back on the 20 and just go into halftime. Uh, but but a kickoff did, uh, didn't go well. Two missed tackles on the kickoff. Two plays later, they're in the end zone. So it's just every play counts. Um, and uh, they took advantage of some of our mistakes, uh, which is what good teams do. So, Jackson, you got something we can squeeze in here in this final minute before the break? Yeah, Coach, we we talked about a little bit about uh, the region and, and the parity, if you will, and the the high scoring. I know we're going to get into Dalton here after the break, um, but comparing your schedule to who you've got coming forward, you've seen some good things out of Kennesaw Mountain. You've seen some physicality out of Rock Martin. What you've seen out of out of Cartersville and Adairsville. Can you combine all that together to to meld that defense to get them to where they need to be? I hope that's the plan is is to to face teams like we've already faced with big time you know Division one players that some of these schools have uh, and and you know let our guys know that they can play with those guys even again even though we've come up short on some of them at the end on the scoreboard 
our kids are winning some of the the one-on-one battles and and starting to you know believe that they can beat and play with some of these kids and you know our defense is getting better and better each week we're changing coach save that thought we'll come right back to it when we return to bartow sports zone Don't let heating or cooling needs create unwanted stress in your home or business. Allow the licensed pros at All Weather Heating and Air to get your system updated or repaired. With refreshingly affordable prices, let All Weather provide an honest, consultative quote for your system today. Call 770-315-5909, visit Allweather at 333 North Tennessee Street in Cartersville, or learn more at allweatherheatingandair.com. Keep your property in top-notch shape this season with a new Husqvarna mower from Elite Stone Supply. With all your residential and commercial mower needs, Elite has zero-turn, riding, and walk-behind models in all price levels. Check out the robotic mowers, too. Come make your best deal today on any of our full line of Husqvarna mowers at Elite Stone Supply, 9 Baker Road, just north of Cartersville on US 41, across from Racetrack, on Facebook and online at EliteStoneSupply.net. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here along with Jackson Hyde, Alan Sanders, and Brad Stevens has now joined us on the Zoom connection. We're visiting with Coach Steve Gates of the Cast Colonels uh, as they get ready for the Dalton Catamounts tonight. That's the game we'll have here on our or over on BartowSportsZone.com. It's the Johnny's New York Style Pizza Game of the Week. Pre-game coverage will begin at 6 with kickoff at 7.30. You can use the audio player on BartowSportsZone.com to listen to the game, or you can bring your phone to the game and use the Mixler app to listen right there in the stadium. As everything progresses, Brad Stevens and I will have the call for you tonight beginning with kickoff at 7.30. Coach, overall, uh, 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 from an in- emotional and intensity aspect, what has preparation for the Colonels been like this week as you get ready for Dalton? Uh, we had a we had a good week of practice. It wasn't great. Uh, I think it was Tuesday. It was kind of off a little bit. Um, but Wednesday and yesterday were really, really good. So it kind of leveled back out. Uh, you know, I kind of – Lost my temper a little bit earlier in the week. Um, kind of gave him a Jimmy Dorsey, if if anybody would know what that. <laughs> I know like. Jimmy. Yeah, so I kind of old McKeatron days. Yes, sir. I kind of Jimmy Dorsey them, and uh, they responded very well to it. We came out Wednesday and Thursday and had great days. So we're, I think we're ready, and uh, we got a good good football team coming in um, to the Doug tonight, and we'll see if we can uh, do our job. Yeah, let's talk about the Dalton Catamounts. They're four and three on the year. That's a little deceiving. Uh, they're the only team in Region Seven Five A without a region loss so far. They have wins over Hiram and Woodland. Brad and I did the Dalton Woodland game last week, so we got a firsthand look at the Catamounts offensively. They're mostly no frills, if you will, with a straight ahead attack out of senior running back Tyson Greenwade. Uh, Coach, uh, let's start with him. Do you package your defense differently to deal with Green Wade? Uh, we've seen he can be a load to tackle. Yeah, it, yeah. Obviously, when you see somebody that's getting a, a couple hundred yards a game rushing, you got to focus on that. But obviously, we don't want to 
you know, do too much and then expose ourselves in other areas. So it's not like we can say, okay, well, let's play zero and, and put seven or eight in the box. You can't do that because all of a sudden you get waggles and boots and, uh, you know, one slip up on a, on a zero coverage and it's a touchdown. So we're going to play, you know, we're going to play our defense like normal and, and, and hopefully our kids will make plays. He's a, he's an extremely talented running back and, um, you know, we got a, they got a big, you know, physical offensive line. Uh, they got two different quarterbacks that run their offense pretty well. Um, you know, they got a big six, three, six, four receiver. So they got, that's why they're scoring, you know, the points they're scoring. So, uh, and I think the kicker of it is Charles is that the games that they've lost and haven't scored any points, Tyson Greenway didn't play. Right. Uh, yeah, I so was he, getting to that. Yeah, yeah. He he uh, he had to step out uh, of the game for a couple of games, and their offense, you know, kind of went in the tank. So, if he goes, they go. So, hopefully, we can contain him and and slow him down. Yeah, just to fill in our listeners, in addition to rushing for over thirteen hundred yards, by the way, that's just in six games he missed the Cedartown game entirely. Uh, he's also the team's leading receiver. Uh, well over 220 yards per game rushing in the games he's been in and about 30 yards receiving. So uh, he is the key for the uh, Dalton Catamounts. And you mentioned quarterback Ethan Long, just a sophomore, uh, and we saw him go to Luke Blanchard, a speedy outside guy. And, of course, he's got the tight end, Bannon Phelan, as well. Let's jump over here to Jackson Hyde. He's uh, had a look at uh, some of the Dalton tape. You've got a question for Coach Gates. No secret about Greenway. Anybody that follows football understands what you've got coming into the Doug tonight on the offensive side of the ball. But flip it around to the other side. Uh, this is from a, a fan perspective, if you will. It looks like we're going to have an opportunity to maybe to run our run our offense uh, with a little more uh, fluidity, if you will, tonight. Tell us a little bit about that Dalton defense. Yeah, we're you know they got <clears throat> they're they're kind of they run to the football. They're athletic. Um, they're not real like big, thick, powerful like Cartersville was, but they're very active. Twenty-three, the middle linebacker is a really, really good football player uh, on film. And you know, <clears throat> like you said, uh, Jackson is. We hopefully we'll get to run our offense um, and 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 do what we want to do. Uh, you know, as many points as they're scoring, they're giving up some points. So maybe there's some holes there that we can expose and. And, uh, you know, I don't like necessarily like shootouts. <laughs> it can kind of get nerve-wracking on the sideline, but uh, it's going to be hard to stop Tyson. Um, but then again, as, as you just alluded to, it's kind of hard to stop us. So uh, our, our kids are ready, and, and, and they're kind of – just like Cartersville was ticked off uh, coming into our game after the Calhoun loss, our kids are kind of ticked off right now. So – Hopefully they'll respond tonight and, and get after it. Well, Coach, uh, as always, it's a pleasure, and we appreciate you joining us here on Barco Sports Zone, and good luck tonight. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate what you guys do for uh, high school football. Dal Dalton at Cast tonight on BartosportsZone.com. It's the Johnny's Pizza Game of the Week. Pre-game at 6, kickoff at 7.30. Accidents will happen, but when the unfortunate happens to you, let First Class Collision Center be your partner in repairs. 
First Class provides quality auto body and interior repair while working with all insurance companies and maintaining a Google five-star customer rating. Call First Class at 770-755-2200 to schedule your free no-obligation estimate today. Our shop now handles big truck repairs too. First Class Collision Center because it has to be perfect. Do you love the way your home or business looks in Christmas lights, but like the expertise and equipment to get the job done right and safely? Hydro Pro Wash has the answer. We can design and install your decorative lights, maintain them throughout the season at no extra charge, and take them down at the start of the new year. For an exact quote today, call 678-764-3553, find Hydro Pro Wash on Facebook, or go to mychristmaslightspro.com. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone as we move into our final hour of the morning. We're brought to you by All-Star Roofing, Styles Auto Care, Derek Strange of Edward Jones, Wilson Pools, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Rents for Events, D.A. Baker Construction, Latitude Blue, All-Weather Heating and Air, Johnny's New York Style Pizza, Schottenkirk Honda, First Class Collision Center, Hydro Pro Wash, Oak Valley Designs, and Three-Way Campers. Before we uh, get to our next segment, we'll remind you that next week we'll have Brandon Haywood of the Woodland Wildcats on board with us, along with Steve Gates. He'll be back with us again next week here on Bartow Sports Zone. We want to thank Coach Gates for joining us this morning, as well as Connor Foster in our opening hour of the day. This follow-up uh, sports update is brought to you by Rents for Events with an incredible selection of party equipment. Everything from tents, tables, and chairs to glassware, flatware, and concessions equipment. Rents for Events in Cartersville has been the go-to provider for all of Northwest Georgia for years. If you're planning your wedding, anniversary celebration, birthday party, church, or school event, Check out Rents for Events. They have every detail covered with free estimates and same-day consultations. To see the full inventory, visit rentsforevents.net. That's Rents for Events with the number four. Stop by their office at 50 Zena Drive. Call 678-899-6000 for Rents for Events, one of our fine sponsors here on Bartow Sports Zone. Well, we're going to go through this real quickly, guys. The fall sports update. Softball, to start with, the GHSA has returned to the sectional format for the early rounds of the state playoffs in softball. In each classification, there will be eight double elimination super regionals that begin next Tuesday. Cartersville, who won Region 7-5A, will host a regional tournament. that will uh, They will play the number four team out of Region 8 in their first-round game next Tuesday. That's likely Flowery Branch. That uh, region has not decided their four seeds yet, uh, but it could also be Eastside or uh, Winder Barrow at this point. That regional uh, also will include Lithia Springs and Kale, who will play each other at Cartersville. So that's coming up next week. Uh, Woodland finished third in Region 7-5A. They will be in a regional at Villa Rica. The Lady Cats will play the number two seed from Region 8-5A. That's likely Winder Barrow. It could be Eastside or Flowery Branch as well. North Springs is also 
a team in that regional. Cass finished as the fourth seed out of Region 7-5A. The Lady Colonels will play at the number one seed from Region 8-5A. That's believed to be Loganville at this juncture. Chapel Hill and Chattahoochee will also be in that four-team double elimination tournament that will be hosted, we believe, by Loganville. We'll have uh, complete details on that by the weekend. Adairsville, they won their final game Tuesday over Cahala Creek, but their season ended. They will not be making the state playoffs in Class AAA. Volleyball got underway last night, regional tournaments. Cartersville, who went 5-0 and against uh, the other Region 7-5A teams in the regular season, finished as the one seed. They had a win last night over Cass. They are locked in to the state playoffs now. Uh, they are the number one seed in that tournament. They're hosting the remainder of the tournament. Uh, tomorrow at the Storm Center, Cass and Woodland uh, both had losses last night. They now play each other at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning in a loser's bracket match. Uh, the loser's done for the year. The The winner will uh, advance in, uh, into the state playoffs. So uh, we'll look forward to our results from that. Adairsville lost its first-round match last uh, night to Lafayette. They're now in the loser's bracket Saturday and will need, I believe, three match wins on Saturday to earn a state playoff spot. In cross country, Woodland and Cass are running at the Pickings and Grinning Invitational in Jasper later today. Cartersville and Adairsville will be at the Fast Break Challenge next Tuesday. That's October the 18th. That's up in Ringgold. And, of course, the Region 7-5A championship meet is on Tuesday, October the 25th. So we're getting down to the end of all of our fall sports activities. But, uh, Jackson, I'll turn to you. Kind of exciting. We've got three of the four local teams in the state playoffs in softball. Absolutely. Uh, and I think it's an awesome move by the GHSA to go back to the double elimination sectional. You know, you get a lot of these regions that uh, are really top-heavy. You might have three or four really good softball teams playing a region with with maybe not as many good softball teams, and it can kind of disparage the seating a little bit. This kind of evens things out, and I think you'll see the cream rise to the top with this new uh, bracket system. Yeah, still just one team will advance out of each of those. Uh, they're calling them now super regionals, uh, but it does give teams a, a chance to get some treading uh, for example, take Cass, for example, they are a four seed. They will have to play the number one seed out of eight, five, a, but if you fall into a loser's bracket, you should, you could gain some traction in a loser's bracket and, and earn your way back and maybe win a few state playoff games. Absolutely. I think it's a, I think it's a good system. I'm, I'm excited to see how this unfolds. Yeah, it's the old system that they had, uh, for, for many years. I even go back to my coaching days where I actually coached fast pitch for about five years. And that was the format that was utilized in those days. You went to a sectional and then uh, even uh, from there advanced to Columbus where the final eight teams pared down at the end of the year. Volleyball going on uh, tomorrow at the Storm Center. Cartersville already locked in. They will be a state playoff team. Uh, and I believe they will be a host. I think they need to win one more match to be a host uh, if, if they uh, can do that tomorrow. And, of course, Cass and Woodland going head-to-head tomorrow morning uh, with the winner an opportunity to advance in the state playoffs. So good luck to all of our softball teams 
And good luck to our volleyball participants as the playoffs have already begun. And, of course, as I mentioned, cross country, uh, their regional meets will be on October the 25th and the week of for Adairsville as well. We're up on our next break here on Bartow Sports Zone. When we come back, we'll uh, talk about tonight's local high school football game. So please stick around. Prepared with dough that's made daily and always the freshest ingredients, Johnny's New York Style Pizza is your family-friendly spot in Cartersville for pizza, a fresh salad, wings, a New York Style sub, or your favorite pasta dish. Johnny's has plenty of daily lunch specials, too. Visit johnnyspizza.com to order online for pickup or visit soon at 244 North Dixie Avenue. Brick oven baked, fresh and authentic, Johnny's New York Style Pizza. We're all pizza people. Hi, this is Ivy Jordan at Latitude Blue. My husband Trey and I invite you to visit our retail location located at 1 West Church Street. Our fully stocked retail store is a perfect partner for the do-it-yourselfer. We carry ledge lounger, lazy buns, and many other premium floats and toys for everyone. And yes, we have chlorine tabs and super shock it in stock. Please visit us today at Latitude Blue, downtown underneath the Church Street Bridge near the water fountain. And don't forget your water sample. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Latitude Blue and families together one backyard at a time. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. It's time now to kick around the local high school football games for tonight. We'll jump right into it. We'll start with Adairsville. They are 6-1 and one on the year, 4-0 and oh in Region 6 AAA. The Tigers have a bye week this week but have moved into the polls for the first time all year. They are ranked number eight by Maxwell ratings and come in as the number 11 team in the consensus poll. Um, Jackson, I'm going to turn to you real quickly on this. Region 6 AAA not getting a lot of respect from the various polls out there so far this year. No, no, they're not, Charles. And it's kind of surprising to me that, uh, speaking for Adairsville, that they weren't ranked a little earlier. Um, you know, they the one loss, I know they gave up a lot of points, but uh, to a Rabin County team that's uh, super talented, that's, uh, I think, ranked well up high in their poll, regardless of that. And uh, short of that, you know, they've, they've, they've made it through that uh, pretty, pretty daunting early pre-region schedule unscathed other than the Raven County game. And they're going to cruise through this region. And that may be part of it. Adairsville is kind of, you know, so there have been some one-sided games so far in the region. And, and that may be, you know, hard to say it, but maybe hurting them a little bit. But uh, Adairsville is going to be a team to reckon with. They're, they're a solid bunch. If they stay healthy, they're going to be hard. Woodland play. at 1-6 and six on the year, 0-2 in Region 7, 5A. They're hosting Calhoun tonight on the banks of the Etowah, where Calhoun is a 40-point favorite. The Yellow Jackets knocked off Cartersville two weeks ago, then got surprised by Hiram last week. At just four and three, Calhoun remains the number nine team in Class 5A, even after their loss last week. Calhoun has Dalton and Cass remaining on their schedule in the final two weeks. Brad, can Woodland somehow come up with an effort to potentially turn this into a trap game for Calhoun? Well, let me just say this. If they play how they played against Dalton last week, they're going to give Calhoun all they want. I was really proud of how the Cats performed up in Dalton against a, a opponent that's, you know, really hot right now. And um, Woodland had a great game plan. 
they hit Dalton right in the mouth immediately. Uh, had a, a really good strategy. Uh, they were running the ball effectively. They were you know, making good decisions, uh, played really good defense, especially in the middle. And if they were able to do that against Calhoun, and I understand Calhoun may have some injuries as well, maybe missing some people, I'm not sure. If that happens, you know, you might see the incredible happen uh, uh, tonight with Woodland and Calhoun, but it's going to be a tough game. Calhoun's still talented, still ranked. Uh, so, uh, you know, Woodland's going to have to play a perfect game. But uh, last week you saw a different Woodland, and it was a very good difference. Yeah, Woodland able to run the football uh, effectively last week against Dalton. Cartersville six and one on the year, one and one in Region Seven Five A. They make the trip into Paulding County to play at Hiram tonight. The Canes are a sixteen point favorite over the Hornets. It's our game on WBHF here tonight. Hiram has an explosive offense. Two good running backs in Jamarian Watley with 830 yards on the year. Caden Hamilton, uh, another really quality running back back there. A big quarterback in 6'4", Chase Tyler. And three junior offensive linemen already holding D1 offers. Tight end Walter Matthews, who is 6'7". And offensive lineman Clinton Richard and Jamison Riggers. They're just juniors. Uh, here's the question for you, Jackson. Is this yet another shootout in this region, or does the lack of defense exhibited by the Hornets so far this year finally catch up with them against Cartersville? Uh, I don't think there's any question. Uh, Hiram's about to see the best defensive uh, 11 that they've seen all year. Um, I know they've scored a lot of points, and rightfully so with as, as talented as they are on offense. And to, to, to flip it around the other side, I think Cartersville's up against a, a pretty talented team as well. But I don't see the high-scoring game uh, out, out of Hiram that, you, that we've seen so far this year. I think Carswell's just uh, one through eleven on that defensive defensive side of the ball. Super disciplined, well coached, and I think you'll see them come down a notch. I don't. I think they'll score. I think they'll move the ball, but not to the point where we've seen in the in the previous games. Brad, have you been a little surprised by the start by the Hornets this year? Well, Charles, we've covered them every year. We've done this, uh, and Hiram is just almost the same every year. Uh, they have a lot of good athletes uh, that you know they, they want to get out in the perimeter on offense. They they've had a big quarterback uh, most of the time, and they've got another one uh, and really good running backs. They're very aggressive, but I agree with Jackson in that uh, Cartersville is just too talented, top to bottom, and too deep uh, for Hiram to beat. But I do believe it may be a little bit closer than sixteen points. Uh, just because of the talent Hiram's got this year and the confidence that they have. Uh, they know they can score on anybody, uh, but uh, I think Carswell ends up winning out in the end. For you Canes fans that have not made the trip down to Paulding County to go to that stadium at Hiram, it's a neat little stadium, isn't it, Brad? It is. I like going down there, and you got all those restaurants on Jimmy Lee Smith uh, that you can go to beforehand. But, yeah, it's it's a it's a fun place to go, uh, You know, and it's they always treat you real well up there. Uh, but – you know, it's going to be a physical game, that's for sure. Every time you play Hiram, it's going to get really physical out there. That is the game here tonight on WBHF. Pre-game coverage will begin at 6 p.m. with Countdown to Kickoff, presented by Glenda Mitchell Law Firm. And then uh, there will be additional pre-game coverage around the 7 o'clock hour and then kickoff with Matt, Don, and Jack at 7.30 here on WBHF. Our game on BartosportsZone.com. Brad and I will be at the Doug. We'll have the Cass Colonels at 3-4 and four on the year, 1-1 one and one in Region 7-5A. They had a two-game winning streak snapped last week by Cartersville. Now they face the tough task of hosting the region leader, the Dalton Catamounts. Dalton is a three-point favorite 
and is the only unbeaten team remaining in the region. The Colonels have an opportunity tonight to step right into the middle of the state playoff mix with a win, but a loss, Brad, really puts their backs to the wall. And you know they know that. Uh, everybody, I'm sure they're talking about it a lot. So tonight is a big game, almost more so for Cass than Dalton. It's big for everybody, but Cass, this is, uh, you know, you win this one and a lot of pressure comes off. Uh, but uh, it's going to be a, a tall task. Uh, Tyson Greenway is as good as advertised. We saw him against Woodland. Now, Woodland limited him uh, in a lot of ways but uh, and held on to the ball and kept him off the field. But when he did get the ball and he got out in space, he makes guys miss. He's got a lot of top-end speed. He's tough. And there's one thing they talked about before the game. The Dalton guy says that Greenway hits the hole harder than anybody else in the region, and that's for sure. He takes the handoff. There's no stutter step, and he goes right to where he's wanting to, want to go and dares you to stop him. Uh, and it's hard to do. Um, he's gained over 300 yards twice this year. He's leading the, the state in rushing a 5A after, even after missing one game. Uh, so, you know, Cass is going to have to take him out of the game. If they can do that and make Dalton one-dimensional, they can win the game. Jackson, uh, it's going to come down to whether or not the Colonels can slow down Greenway. It is. And, uh, you know, is he, is he a kid that you can just stop? Probably not. He's probably going to make some plays. Uh, could break, break a big play. But what you've got to do is mentally be prepared to to stay in the grind, stay after it, and answer. You know, I think offensively for Cass, we're facing a team that's not quite as good defensively as uh, as, as they saw last Friday with the, with the Hurricanes. So uh, I think there's some opportunities for Cass to be explosive, and uh, hopefully you can limit Greenway. I think it's interesting, Charles, you know, if things go as, as most of us want here in the county, we want uh, – we obviously want Carsville to win at Hiram. We want Cass to, to win at home at Dalton. And if, and if that happens, you could be in a situation where you've got a four-way tie with uh, four teams at two and one after tonight. It should be very exciting. Pre-game coverage simulcast at 6 p.m. on BartosportsZone.com and here on WBHF. Kickoff for each of those two games at 7.30. And, of course, we'll have live look-ins from the Woodland game as well. Let's take our next break here on Bartow Sports Zone. When we come back, we'll talk a little Atlanta Braves and some college football. At Schottenkirk Honda of Cartersville on Main Street, we not only have all the new models like the Civic, Accord, Pilot, Passport, and CRV, but Schottenkirk also has the Electrified Insight, Accord Hybrid, and Clarity Plug-in. Schottenkirk has a large certified pre-owned inventory and our award-winning staff can match your needs and budget with ease. We have the new Ridgeline pickup and the Odyssey minivan too, so give us a shot at Schottenkirk Honda online at hondaofcartersville.com. Hey folks, this is Sean with St. Angelo's Pizza next to Lake Point Sports in Emerson. So who's ready for some football, high school, college, and pro? You name it, we can't wait. So to celebrate, we're cooking up some great pizza deals all season long. Look us up on Facebook for all of our food and drink specials. And don't forget us when it's time to book that office holiday party or get together. For more information, find us at stangelos.com on the web or call us at 678-719-0495. St. Angelo's Pizza, Old Alatoona Road next to Lake Point Station and Lake Point Sports. Let's go. Good morning, everyone. Charles Wilson here, along with Jackson Hyde, Brad Stevens, and Alan Sanders, bringing you Bartow Sports Zone each and every Friday morning, 710 until 9 a.m. We interview local coaches in the community and also kick around 
some local sports and then even get to the regional and national scene as well. And that's kind of where we are now in this final hour of the day. Let's talk about the Atlanta Braves after falling way behind in game one and eventually losing seven to six on Tuesday. The Braves bounced back on Wednesday to win game two and a three to nothing shutout of the Phillies uh, behind a spectacular six inning pitching performance by starter Kyle Wright. Braves fans had a scare when Ronald Acuna was hit by a pitch, but it appears he's going to be okay. Some clutch hitting in the seventh inning by Olsen, Denard, uh, Denard and uh, the fortunate slow roller off the bat of Austin Riley to score three runs. That was enough to beat the Phillies. Now the dilemma for Brian Snicker is how do you set up the pitching rotation for the rest of the series? And uh, Jackson will come to you first. As of uh, this morning, and everybody just checked online, still no announcement. Charlie Morton or Spencer Strider today? Conventional wisdom tells me you go with Strider. Um, I know he's coming off of a, a little bit of an injury, but um, you almost treat it like a – I think we talked about it in the commercial break, Charles, you may have mentioned. Treat it like a bullpen game. Let Strider go as, as long as he can. Um, obviously, you want to win the – Win the, win the baseball game. If for some reason you, you don't, then you've got the veteran and Morton you can come back with on that must-win game four. So uh, that's that's my gut feeling on what will happen today. Yeah, the um, it was kind of released out there that the strategy was had the Braves lost the first two games, it would have definitely been Charlie Morton. They want the veteran in that uh, must-win situation. So – uh, I agree with you, Jackson. I think they probably do throw Strider out there and save Morton for game four. It would either be an opportunity to win the series or to survive in the series. And then I, I guess it's another big question. Brad, uh, do you bring back Max Freed if this thing goes to game five? Freed only made it three and a third innings on Tuesday, had the flu the week before last. Uh, he's just not been himself lately. Yeah, I mean, I, you, I think you do though. I mean, why, why not? You got to pull out all the stops now. I mean, you're you're at the, you're in crunch time. You know, you were able to perform last year. Max Fried was a big part of that. Uh, so you would, you know, he's got that experience in, in this kind of uh, thing. And you know, you're going against a guy in Aaron Nola who looks like, according to this, he's two and two against Atlanta this year. A couple of big big run wins and then some uh, close losses. Uh, three two five ERA. Uh, for the season, so you got a good chance to win this game, I believe. Uh, you know, it, it looks like they're like fifty-two percent are saying that the Phillies are going to win this one. So it's a toss-up right now, but you got to have Freed uh, if you need him. I mean, especially now, I mean, because this is uh, this is the crunch time. Let's change our uh, topic now and switch over to college football. We'll start on college football here, and then finish it up on the other side of our final break of the morning. The Georgia Bulldogs are back on top of the polls following last week's blowout of Auburn and Alabama's struggles with Texas A&M. Ohio State moves up to number two. Bama is at three. All three have pros and cons in the, in the debate, but we know it'll all kind of play itself out. Let's start with our big question of the week. Most everyone agrees with those top three, although the order is in question week to week. Of course, a lot of football yet to be played. Let me give you a list of some other undefeated teams. Clemson, Michigan, Tennessee, USC, Oklahoma State, Ole Miss, Penn State, TCU, and UCLA. If you had to pick a number four team right now for the college football playoff, who are you taking? One of those unbeatens, or is it somebody like maybe Oregon, who already has one loss? Brad, your take on this. 
That's tough. And we talked about this yesterday. I mean, right now, I mean, I feel like Ole Miss is is really hot. Uh, you know, they they play some tough games and come out on top. They're not a one-dimensional pass-happy offense. They can run the ball pretty well with Zach Evans and those guys. Good offensive line. Defense is held up. You know, limited Kentucky, even when Chris Rodriguez came back. Uh, but if Tennessee is able to pull off this, I guess you'd call it an upset, this weekend at Rocky Top over Alabama, you'd have to put them in there. I mean, they are just uh, – their offense, I hate to say this because I am not a Tennessee fan at all, but uh, they look really good on all sides of the ball. Josh Heifel has done a, a fantastic job turning that dumpster fire around up there. Jackson, you got a pick for your number four team right now? It's, uh, it's a toss-up. There's some really good teams, like you mentioned there, in that list that's undefeated. Um, if you look at schedules, you, there's an argument for Tennessee. There's an uh, argument, in my opinion, for a, for a TCU. But I would go, my gut feeling now tells me it's Clemson. Clemson's got two good wins. I think when uh, everything's said and done, we're going to find out NC State and Wake Forest are both pretty good football teams. Uh, two good wins over those two teams. If I had to pick right now, I'd go with Clemson. So uh, we'll find out. A lot of football still to be played and still a lot of football to be played down there in the city of Atlanta, Jackson. Your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets are on a roll. We're streaking, Coach. Uh, two big wins. A good win on the road on a, against a, a ranked pit team and then followed that up with a, a really sound defensive performance against Duke. I uh, thought they played really well on defense last last week. Uh, it's amazing. You know, you, you make the coaching change. Brent Key is taking it taking that team over and put together two wins in a row for the first time in a while. And I'm excited to, uh, you know, he's kind of an on-the-job interview probably. I know I think the AD needs to be put in place as soon as possible, but uh, Brent Key's making a statement that uh, he wants the job. Georgia Tech on a two-game win streak as uh, we head into Saturday's action. Lots of good college football out there to talk about. We'll take a look at some of the best games coming up on Saturday when we come back after this break. We'll remind you, we've got Cartersville at Hiram here tonight on WBHF. That's our game here on the radio and over on BartosportsZone.com. Another really big game in Region 75A. It'll be the Dalton Catamounts, the current leaders in the region at the cast colonels brad stevens and i will have that coverage starting at 6 p.m with a simulcast of countdown to kickoff and then our coverage begins at 7 p.m wilson pools has been your swimming pool expert for 55 years same name three generations of the same family this is lee Come by and see us at 109 South Dixie Avenue in Cartersville, the blue beach house with the bright yellow door. Or call us at 770-386-3324 for all your swimming pool needs. Free water testing, weekly service, construction repair. We make swimming easy. So WilsonPools.com, Wilson Pools on Facebook. Welcome back to Bartow Sports on final segment of this week's show. We want to thank everyone for joining us uh, this morning. And we're here each Friday morning, 710 until 9 a.m. Let's look at some of the best games coming up this Saturday. In my opinion, this is the best slate of games we've had so far this year. So it should be a lot of fun. 12 noon, number 10, Penn State at number five, Michigan uh, the last time these two teams played in Ann Arbor, believe it or not, it was an empty stadium. 
due to COVID. Uh, who steps forward tomorrow as the top challenger to Ohio State in the Big Ten East? We'll let you have a take at it, Jackson. Uh, it's Ohio State. Uh, I think they're head and shoulders the best team in the Big Ten. Yeah, um, but which of these probably, teams, Penn State and Michigan? Uh, I'm sorry, Charles, but it's, it's Michigan. Michigan's in the big house. Uh, I think they finally found them a quarterback there that uh, can tolerate Harbaugh and his his antics. So I think that's uh, I think they're, <laughs> they get the win tomorrow. Brad, Penn State at Michigan. Who becomes the contender to Ohio State? And based on past history here, I, I have to go with Michigan. And Penn State always finds a way to choke away a great season. I think they're going to get their face kicked in and been in the big house, and Michigan will take it. There's a really big game at 3.30. We'll come back to it a little bit later on. But uh, one of the 3.30 games that's up at the same time, number eight, Oklahoma State, is at number 13, TCU. The Big 12 is about as wide open as it gets right now. The purple-clad frogs are a three-and-a-half-point favorite over the Cowboys. The winner of this one becomes the front runner, wouldn't you say, Jackson, in that conference? I think it's uh, yeah. I think the winner of this game controls their own destiny. No question. The, the rest of the way, uh, you, you mentioned the Big Twelve. I think TCU wins the football game. I think they're the better team. Um, poor Oklahoma, zero and three in the conference. When's the last time that's happened? That's uh, just thought I'd throw that in there as well. Yeah, I don't know. Big win for Texas last week, uh, and of course, uh, uh, you know they've already got some losses on their slate, so it kind of puts them behind the eight ball, if you will. But TCU looks pretty good to me, guys. Uh, we'll see how they fare against Oklahoma State in a, a a matchup of a couple of top teams in the polls. Seven thirty tomorrow night, number sixteen Mississippi State at number twenty two Kentucky. Brad. That's a couple of future opponents for UGA. Yeah, I'm watching that one closely. Um, you know, I feel like Mississippi State, you know, Kentucky's reeling just a little bit. Uh, and, and you can tell that uh, by their body language. I've been watching the last couple of games. And I feel like Mississippi State is the better team right now. I think they're going to come out on top. Uh, I feel like the dogs uh, should beat both teams. Uh, but, you know, you can't have a slow start with anybody like we've been doing. Uh, we got we had it at Auburn but we fired it back up. But these two teams are better than Auburn. Can't do that with either one of them. Another big game tomorrow night. I mentioned it in the pre-show with Allen and Mike earlier this morning. Number seven, USC at number 20, Utah. Uh, that's a game that might ultimately decide the Pac-12 South. But the big game is the ESPN College Game Day site. It's the annual game played on the third Saturday in October. Number three, Alabama at number Tennessee. Jackson, your thoughts on that one Saturday? Uh, I, I haven't heard, and, and I, forgive me, but I, I haven't heard yet if, if uh, Bryce Young is playing. I don't know if they've made that announcement. If he is, I think Alabama wins going away. Um, if he doesn't, I think it's a, a different animal. I think it's a close ball game. The uh, the backup Milrose there. I don't know how well he can can handle a crowd that he's going to see tomorrow because they're going to be as 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 lubed up as ever in Knoxville tomorrow. Tennessee was uh, really good last week at LSU. I was impressed. I got to watch quite a bit of that game. Bama without Young had its struggles with Texas A and M. Uh, if we go back, Alabama has won fifteen straight in this series. Before that. Tennessee won 10 of 11 uh, between 1978 and 1988. 
And like Jackson just pointed out, Brad, will Bryce Young be healthy enough to impact that game? Will the arrest of the Tennessee defensive back Jalen McCullough be a distraction? Uh, I think most believe Alabama will score even if Bryce Young is ineffective or can't play. But uh, can the defense at Alabama slow down UT quarterback Hendon Hooker and running back Jabari Small? I'm going to go with the mental game on this one. Uh, this is the biggest game that Tennessee's had in their in 15 years. Uh, and then Alabama's played in a ton of big games. And I feel like the moment may be too big for Tennessee, even though they're at home. Um, and it, it, whether it's Milrow or Young. And I, I'm like Jackson. If Young plays, I feel like Alabama, I'm very confident saying Bama wins. Even if Milrow's in there, I feel like it'll be closer, but Bama will probably win uh, just because they've been there and done that. And Tennessee got all the hype. Uh, you know, they've got all the, all this pressure on them to finally perform after all these years of being down and being quiet and never hearing from them. And now they've all resurfaced again. So uh, hope, uh, I, I'm hoping that Bama wins myself. But, uh, you know, I, I, it depends on if Young or Milrow play how, the distance in the big three. Well, it'll be exciting to watch, as will all of those games coming up on Saturday. We'll have lots of excitement here tonight on WBHF. It'll be Cartersville at Hiram. The game of the week on BartosportsZone.com is Dalton at Cavs. For Brad Stevens, Jackson Hyde, and Alan Sanders, I'm Charles Wilson. We appreciate you tuning in and listening this morning to Bartos Sports Zone. Have a great weekend, everybody.